This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we are talking about pizza toppings. I can't believe, as usual, that it's taken us this long to get around to this topic. And I can't believe that we're uh, we're leaving off the crust and only talking about toppings. I was, I was about to say that we're not talking about pizza bottomings, but that sounds all kinds of wrong. We're just scraping off the top part and eating only the top part. I've seen people do that. Who are those people? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when you did you eat pizza as a kid? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Um, Shocking. Uh, Domino's. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We don't exactly have a great pizza tradition. Um, so there was Domino's. There was uh, Little Caesars. Oh sure, pizza, 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 pizza. Um, and then, of course, there was Tony's Microwavable Frozen Pizza. That would be your mother. Which I adored. Yeah, my mom's name actually is Tony. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, yeah, so the pizza of my youth was a delicious thing you ate at slumber parties. I, it was not... I had no idea that pizza could be considered like an art form. And now, and now it's practically your life. And now it is my livelihood and my life. Yes. So what was on those Domino's... Tony's pizzas of your youth? Well, kind of like you, I was sort of afraid of of condiments and flavor in general as a child. (laughs) Sure. And so my pizzas were best if they were cheese pizzas. Occasionally, I liked the uh, the pizzas that had hamburger topping. Do oh, I was hoping we would get into that because I've never liked that. It well, it's like sausage but without the flavor, right? So it's it was perfect weird. for me as a child. And and it comes in like a when they when they put it on at Domino's or, or pizza chain place. I'm pretty sure it comes in like a frozen bag of of meat nuggets. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much what it was. It was like like meat nuggets. So and then I went through a bit of a pepperoni phase. What about you? I was pepperoni all the way when I was a kid. I love pepperoni. I mean, pepperoni is kind of a perfectly engineered food product. It really is. Yeah, and like, you know, the, the Hormel um, bubble pack, blister pack pepperoni, you know, I I absolutely like and appreciate uh, the uh, the charcuterie level of pepperoni that you can get today, but I will always have a soft spot for the classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, I just realized that uh, we are 
we we are not eating pizza while we are discussing this. And I was actually hoping that today for our lunch you would have made one of those little um, English mu- Pepperidge oh. Farm. Oh yes, the baguette uh, pizza, French bread pizza. Yes, I should have done that. Yeah, I think I think probably like if we were if we were at Guantanamo or something, uh, one of the one of the ways they would make us talk would be to discuss pizza toppings without serving us pizza. Mm-hmm. Possibly like the the guards would be eating some pizza. The interrogators. Are you salivating? This is a lot getting right really now? dark. I'm really salivating. I, I really am. You, so just, yeah. you mentioned Guantanamo and, and the <laughs> the saliva starts running. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so when I was a kid, um, we, we would occasionally get, uh, like, uh, slightly more upscale pizza. I remember there was this place, Giovanni's in Portland, that my parents were very fond Giovanni. of. And I thought was okay, because any pizza is better than no pizza, but I would have preferred Domino's or Pizza Hut. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was, I was okay with a pretty wide variety of pizza toppings, but for me, nothing beat just plain pepperoni and cheese. I was, like, a little bit afraid of Supreme pizza. Yeah. Do you remember? Because those had, like those black olives that were sliced from a can sure. and they had all the different kinds of meat and green bell peppers. Yes. Now Horrendous I got to say this idea. Um, that is now my favorite of the Supreme. Know, yes. If we're, you know, I, I think we Why should talk about Supreme. Did every pizza chain call it a Supreme? I think, I think pretty much they did. I mean, I assume one of them started it, but it's, it's funny how like at a Mexican chain, Supreme means one thing and at a pizza chain, Supreme means, some, means something Supreme else. What does Supreme mean at a Mexican chain? Well, like if you go to Taco Bell and get something Supreme, it means they put uh, sour, sour cream, cream and tomatoes on it, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, go on. Um, but yeah, but there's, I, I, you know, we, can, we could talk like different genres of pizza all day, but I feel like for me, there's like kind of, Italian-inspired pizza and American pizza. I think that's a fair way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like at Delancey, we, uh, you know, we do sort of the basic Italian cheese pizza, which is a margarita. Yep. Uh, just tomato sauce, fresh mozzarella, basil, little olive oil. And then we have our sort of basic, more kind of American or New York-style cheese pizza, which has uh, two different kinds of mozzarella, the kind of yep. shredded kind, the fresh kind, and grated grana padano which is a lot like parmesan yeah so if i'm if i'm going to like an italian inspired pizza place i i'm gonna get the margarita what about um, the, the marinara oh i love the marinara it's so underappreciated i think do you so the marinara is is just tomato sauce it has no cheese and it usually has some shaved garlic yes and uh, does it have basil i can't remember right now um, it can it can have basil or not. I, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, the the thing about the marinara is it is it is like the juiciest pizza. It's you know, really it is, juicy. Um, you know, because because there's no cheese to kind of take the edge off the tomato sauce. It is it is very frankly tart. And uh, yeah, if you've never had a marinara pizza, and I think a lot of people haven't, do yourself a favor. Yeah, we had it on our menu when we first opened, and nobody ordered it, so we took it off the menu. But I uh, I know uh, for a fact that. Uh, it is still available if you ask for it. That's true. That's true. We will really do almost any kind of pizza you want, except like a barbecued chicken pizza or a pineapple, ham. We don't have any of those Oh, let's things. talk about pineapple and ham, please. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, how do you feel about the Hawaiian? I think it's kind of a brilliant flavor combination. Uh-huh. I don't know that it's what I want on my pizza most of the time. But I think that, I mean, ham or, or salty pig and pineapple is a beautiful thing. I I agree and however, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Canadian bacon on well in general or on pizza because I feel like it's very kind of lean and dry. I like I think pepperoni and pineapple is a better combination oh my than God, Canadian. Oh, I've never had that. Oh, it's fabulous. 
Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. That sounds really good. Have I convinced you to start carrying pineapple at Delancey? No. Okay. No. Um, you know what one of my favorite combinations is, is like a, a white pizza. If you had a white oh, pizza. Yeah. So it would be, you know, it's usually like three or four cheeses. Yep. Usually involves ricotta, no tomato sauce. I love a white pizza with like a, a roasted pepper of some kind on it. Like oh, at, yeah. at Delancey, we do padrones. So a white pie with roasted padrones on top. It's like it's like the jalapeno popper of pizzas. When I want an American style pizza, something with like a little uh, uh, heavier crust than an Italian inspired pizza, you know, plenty of cheese. I, I want that supreme combination. That's my favorite. My uh, the one I always get at my local pizza chain place is. Uh, the, you mean you go to a pizza place that's not Delancey? Uh, I I wouldn't admit it in public, but oh, um, only on the show, right? Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I will get the the works primo, which uh, is um, yeah. So it's pepperoni, Italian sausage, green pepper, onion, mushroom, and olive. And, wow. Uh, and that ha- that's got to have a pretty substantial crust to support all that weight, because that's the issue with lots of toppings. It droops a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, I know I know that uh, that that uh, pizza minimalism uh, has a lot going for it, but uh, that's my favorite slice. Yeah. I mean, I would say in general, for me, another big difference between what we think of as Italian style pizzas and American style pizzas is that American ones tend to just have more toppings. Definitely. Um, and, and therefore, they're best if they have a slightly thicker crust, too, because you, you got to have something to support all those toppings. Have you ever been to um, Flying Pie Pizzeria? There's one there's one in Issaquah, east of Seattle and a few in Portland, Oregon. Um, it takes the idea of American pizza with lots of toppings as far as I think it could possibly go. So like if you get the pepperoni pizza at this place, it will have layers of pepperoni on pepperoni. You will ha- you will find like a stack of four pepperonis on it. And it I sounds... Don't, I don't feel good about that. No, no, I don't eat... You know, if you described this to me and I hadn't been there, I would say that sounds terrible. Let's not go there. It's actually really good. So what happens to it? Is it, is it just like a, like a... Is it does it turn into like a focaccia kind of experience? It kind of does, yeah. Is it just sort of like oozing? Yeah, and I think of that as being like sort of American bar pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, Soak up your beer kind of pizza. Yeah, the the kind of pizza that uh, that is not not like Chicago deep dish pizza, but needs to bake for like twenty minutes, uh-huh. um, or it'll just be soggy in the middle. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I have a soft spot for that too. I have a soft spot for that. I I, I get it. I get it. We used to before we opened Delancey. Um, uh, you know, and we eat so much pizza now that we don't tend to eat pizza on our night off. But sure. we used to go to Picora's, which mm-hmm. is on Capitol Hill. Oh, yeah, Hill, great. And we had this this routine with our friend Sam, who um, whenever we go out of town, Sam drives us to the airport. And whenever Sam goes out of town, we drive him to the airport. We got Good this, deal. We got this kind of arrangement. And any trip to the airport to pick somebody up would always end with dinner at Picora's. That was sort of what we did. And we would get, a, you know, pizza and a pitcher. And it was sort of, you know, the welcome home for whoever was coming home. Nice. And um, I, I've got a real soft spot for Picora's pizza. Really, really delicious. Um, in, a, in a very different way from the pizza we make at Delancey. Like really, like just satisfying with a beer. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, um, this isn't on the agenda, but it just occurred to me. We should talk about the things you put on uh, pizza at the table. Ooh, like red pepper flakes? Yes. So I, I love the red pepper flakes, and I'm not so much into the uh, Parmesan cheese. How, how do you well, feel about well, those? Well, because that Parmesan cheese usually is, you know, like the kind that comes in a cardboard canister. Right. Would you feel differently if it were freshly grated, or is it just the flavor? 
I like it when, you know, when the pizza comes out of the oven and the and the pizza maker like grates some fresh parmesan yeah. on right yeah. after that. But then it kind of melts into the toppings and it's yeah. sort of I think I think I don't want this like like fluffy snowdrift of any kind on top of my pizza. Well, whenever we went to Picora's, I would always reach for the parmesan shaker and I put the parmesan on there. Maybe I just like the extra salt. Yeah, it. no, I mean I, I understand the the appeal that that it goes very well with that kind of pizza. I will I will be the person with the with the uh, shaker of pepper flakes where they never come out fast enough because the holes are too small mm-hmm. and I'll be just, just like shaking 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 like crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember one time when I was a kid, um, I shook the Did thing the so hard that the off. lid came off and and my pizza got carpeted with pepper flakes. Did you eat it anyway? Uh, no, I I cried. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 and demanded another slice. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. What does that mean anyway? So it means you go on to Squarespace, you sign up for a free trial, you start making your website immediately, you choose from 20 professionally designed templates, you customize it without any programming or any special skills, it's going to look great. That is amazing. You know, I hear they've even won design awards. Like, these are beautiful websites they make. Yeah, and your website, it's going to look fantastic, and it's not going to look exactly like everybody else's website website because you can customize it so easily. Did you uh, did you know that they also have an awesome customer service situation? I've heard that. They apparently, they call the office where the customer service team works, the Care Bear Lair. Yes, I want to go in and tickle their fuzzy little tummies at night. And I could do that because they work 24-7 answering emails and support questions like, you know, within minutes. Wow. And all of that for only $8 a month. Yes. But if you sign up for Squarespace now using the code MILK12, you will get 10% off. And if you sign up for a year, you'll get a free domain name. You know, we should also add that if you have a business like a restaurant, it's really easy to set up your website using Squarespace. It's it's easy to put your menu up. You can link to OpenTable. It's all right there. Yeah. And if you sell stuff online, you can set up e-commerce through Squarespace. It is pretty much the easiest way to do e-commerce. Squarespace really has everything you need to create an exceptional website. My wife, Lori, recently came home from a, a trip to uh, the local uh, Pagliacci pizza chain restaurant uh, with our daughter, Iris, and she said, so they had this new slice, and it had uh, some, kind of, some kind of sausage and, and, uh, and poblano chilies, and, I, and she loves poblano chilies, and so do I, and she says, of course, I ordered this slice, and I took a bite. And the sauce was barbecue sauce. And apparently, uh, Iris, Iris tried to describe to me uh, uh, the face that she made upon uh, being surprised by barbecue sauce. That sounds I, revolting. I love barbecue sauce. I would not put it on pizza. Yeah, I feel like that is just sort of turning pizza into like a general flatbread kind of concept. Right. That you could put anything on. Have you had the... Uh, uh, Wolfgang Puck inspired oh, or the actual the, the smoked salmon smoked and salmon caviar and creme fraiche. I have not actually I had haven't it. had it either. But I feel like that's sort of just pushing the, the pizza as flatbread yeah. kind of concept too. I don't know. I'm sure it's delicious. I, I love salmon. I, I love caviar. Um, you know what I make at home? Readers, yeah. feel free to <laughs> send, send us, us some yes. caviar. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, listeners. <laughs> maybe, yeah, prefer- preferably like a big, the big box of caviar. Um, yeah, caviar, caviar companies, if you're doing like a caviar subscription service and want to send us, send us um, a free sample. I like to make uh, bacon jalapeno pizza. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and I, I prefer it, um, even though this, this starts to kind of nudge its way toward flatbread territory, I like it with pickled jalapenos better than fresh. Oh, no, 
I could, um, I could get down with that. So, so like some nice smoky bacon and uh, pickled jalapenos. Um, my favorite, uh, I think by far the best commercial pickled jalapenos are Mazetta brand mm-hmm. um, in the glass jar. And uh, it's it's really great. It's sort of, uh, you're mentioning bacon reminds me of my very favorite New Haven inspired pizza, uh, which is bacon and onion. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's like a basic cheese pizza with bacon and onion on top. And there is just something incredible about that combination. When when you get onions on pizza, how do you like the onions to be sliced and do you like them to be pre-cooked? Uh, no, I want them sliced really thinly, like on a mandolin, and they can be put on raw. How do you feel about seafood on pizza, like a, like a clam oh, pie? I have occasionally enjoyed a clam pie, but I think more often I have had a clam pie that was um, too salty and kind of overcooked, hmm. where where the, the clams got uh, yeah. just kind of gummy. It's and, tough. Uh, it's really tough to do. Yeah, I, and I, I've never been to New Haven and I've never had one of those classic New Haven clam pies. I would be eager to try one. I have I have. I've had the one at, I believe it's Pepe's is the uh, the famous one. I really didn't like it. And I, okay. I'm, I'm going to come out and just say that. Um, uh, the clams really, there were tons of them and they just didn't taste fresh. And there's a lot of garlic on a, on a New Haven clam pie. Okay. And the garlic was like not, it was like oxidized and not good. This this has nothing. Wow, to- that I mean, to uh, that sounds really snooty of me. But anyway, yeah, like how do you? I'm pretty sure that the entire city of New Haven is never going to let me back. But that said, I love your bacon and onion pie, New Haven. <laughs> Great, I'm sure they're they're giving you Sally's, the, the, the I, golf clap <laughs> no, right now. I I I went and we went to Modern a pizza uh-huh, all in that. one night. Modern a pizza, uh, Peppy's and Sally's. And uh, wow, that sounds like a long night. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds it sounds great. I I always feel like I I want to be go along on one of these these uh, food crawls, and then by like the second place, I'm like I'm full. I want to go home and sleep. It was me, my husband, and my father in law. <laughs> yeah, we played a lot of words with friends while oh. we, while we waited. So you were just sitting there with with your phone. Well, yeah, because at most of these places, you got to wait in line, or like once you get there, like at, at Sally's, like you got to be prepared to really kind of wait once you're sitting down. Yeah, and God forbid you should talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, last last question, maybe. How do you feel about uh, like the the original naked pizza Bianca, like with just maybe just olive oil and salt? It's really hard to find that, in, like, in the States. I've, I've never had it except that I have made myself, I think. Oh, uh, it is wonderful. I yeah. think it's wonderful. And and it sounds, you know, if, if if you describe it in the abstract, it sounds a lot like focaccia, but it, it's, it's it's thinner. Not, yeah. It's it's wonderful. Um, yeah. It's, I it's love it. Thinner, thinner and chewier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's, there's a really good recipe for it in... Uh, I think Jeffrey Steingarten's second book, uh, it must have been something I ate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's this weird dough where uh, where it seems like it's never going to come together. It's incredibly wet, and you kind of stretch it out into a rectangle that's sort of bluishing out on the edges, and uh, and then it bakes up in, into this perfect thing, or, Ugh, that or it comes so to life and and good. attacks you. That like sounds in that movie. so good. What was that movie? The stuff where people were eating the, the, fro- the frozen yogurt that that would turn them into zombies. I think? What? I've never heard of it. Um, we, yeah, it's, I think I think it's it's a classic. It's one of those classic food movies, like you know, Babette's Feast, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, and the, the stuff, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh... <laughs> 
when I was a kid, um, we used to often go to this place called Flips, which is still in existence in Oklahoma City. <laughs> it's a trattoria. And they, I don't know if they still do, but they served a pizza on a whole wheat crust. And I know we're not talking about crust here. Okay, but we're not. But my mom loved this pizza that they had that had figs, arugula, goat cheese, and prosciutto. And this was the 80s. So this was very avant-garde oh, at yeah. the time. I, I remember the place that I used to go to in, uh, in Portland, uh, Hot Lips Pizza, which I think still yeah, exists. Yeah, it still exists. They, they, uh, they were really into goat cheese at the time. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I think that actually sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like in my memory, it was a little dry mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, goat cheese doesn't smear it, it sort of melts into <laughs> blobs smear <laughs> um, yeah I, I demand that my food smears all of it <laughs> <laughs> anyway but i really i do like that kind of like salty tangy thing that that goat cheese contributes to a pizza oh i thought of another one um we, we, we could really do this all day long i thought of another pizza I thought, let's talk about gino's pizza rolls also at uh, at our local uh, um pagliacci chain place um every fall coming up uh, like probably as you listen to this they are serving pear primo um and it is uh pear walnut and blue cheese Oh. And, you know, pears on pizza sounds stupid, but it's really good. It kind of sounds like a dessert pizza. It's really not. I mean, is I. There, is there sauce? There, oh, my like, God. We have to talk about we dessert We absolutely pizza. have to talk about dessert pizza. Um, there's, there is like, you know, the, the garlic olive oil brushed on, not, not tomato sauce. Okay. And the pears are not too sweet. I, I assume they, get, they achieve that by using not quite ripe pears. Um, yeah. And uh, it's really great. Huh. I mean, I believe you. I'm just, if I was craving pizza, I'm not sure that, that that's what I would go yeah, for. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, it's, it's, but it's great. It's funny. It's like there are things that you put on pizza that are delicious, but somehow they don't push the same pizza button. Like pizza for me is the union of cheese, bread, and something kind of saucy. Yeah, something whether kind it's, of saucy. Whether it's ricotta or tomato sauce or like it, it's got a... It's got to be something kind of saucy. It's got to be something kind of saucy. Like Matthew. Yes, I, I am uh, You're saucy. moderately saucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just um, We haven't talked about potatoes on pizza. Oh my God, dessert pizza. Okay, let's, yes, talk, let's about talk about dessert, dessert pizza. pizza. I'm going to sound like a real Nazi <laughs> right now. I don't believe in dessert pizza. Um, it does exist. I know. So you're wrong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so like Nutella and bananas on okay. pizza, okay? Now, I mean, th- who could fault that? You take a salty dough... Uh, you put you this take a salty dough and you put them some Nutella. <laughs> have you heard that Franz Ferdinand song that goes gonna have to tell her to tell her tonight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna have I'm Nutella, Nutella, to- Nutella yeah. tonight. Yeah, that's anyway. He was talking about dessert pizza. <laughs> no, but anyway, you Who know, knew? there's nothing wrong with the combination of kind of a salty dough, like a pizza dough, with Nutella and banana, right? But let's not call it a dessert pizza. I mean, I just is it. The I'm gonna term? have to be snobby about this. Wait. So you so you'd be happy to eat it, but you want it to be called something else, like a galette. <laughs> Is there a Japanese name for it? I don't know. Um, since you you were trying to appeal to my francophile sens- sensibilities, yeah. I think. yeah. No, I I like the concept of it, but it I it I I just don't but I like still don't it. I still don't understand if, if you're if you're objecting to the concept or the actual food. I don't think dessert pizza is ever as good as it should be. I would yeah. rather have like a baguette and smear some Nutella on it. 
And we've, we've already established that it. all food should be smeared. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I just feel like I don't. I, I just don't think it's the right use of pizza dough. Um, would, would you rather have a tart? Because I, I was going to say maybe it's the fact that it's cut into into no, wedges. No, I'd, but... I'd like a pi- I'd like a piece of baguette or a piece of bread, like toast with Nutella on it and okay. banana. You mean you'd like that? You'd like me to make that right now? <laughs> no. I'm, okay. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How do you um, feel about dessert pizza? Or like a caramelized apple dessert pizza with cinnamon or, uh, wait, or ice cream? Well, it sound, that sounds terrible, <laughs> but it may just be the tone of voice. <laughs> <laughs> like I think if you described any anything, yeah, yeah. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you, you're you're dripping with condensation. <laughs> maybe maybe the heat is up too high or something. <laughs> condensation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I like dessert pizza either. How about that? I, you know, I associate My dessert eyes are pizza not dripping with condensation. When I was <laughs> when I was when I was like twenty years old, um, I I used to sometimes go to the lunch buffet at Godfather's Pizza for lunch, and you know, it'd be all you can eat pizza and salad, and they would have dessert pizza, and it would be something gloopy with cinnamon sugar and oh, and cinnamon stuff. sugar's a must. Um, and uh, you know, I I would certainly eat it. I wouldn't feel good about myself, but I would eat it. So my brother, I have a brother who owns some restaurants in Washington D.C. A Godfather's and, Pizza franchise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he had his own restaurants, he used to work for you know a group of restaurants, and one of the restaurants they had was called Paolo's. And I remember going there as like a preteen and, you know, he sent out all this food to us because we were his family and they sent out a dessert pizza that had like a whole bunch of different, it was basically like fruit salad on pizza with like a white chocolate drizzle. This sounds awful. I thought it was amazing. I loved it at uh-huh. the time. At the time. I'm, I'm so glad you grew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, as usual, we have put down everybody and everything. <laughs> So find us on the web at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we will have no recipes, but maybe maybe I'll make a list of uh, all the pizza toppings that we mentioned on the show. And all the ones we don't like. Yes. Uh, it'll be a list a mile long. Uh, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast, uh, where you can tell us about what beloved pizza toppings you hate. You can, <laughs> beloved that you hate. Right. Yes. You can also find us on iTunes and you can leave us a really nice review. And also you could tell us about pizza toppings there if you really wanted to. I don't yeah. know if that's what iTunes wants you to do. But. One, one star. I hate the toppings on this show. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the, the show that's dripping with consomme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. This is the thing about pizza toppings. This could be a 77-minute episode. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.